The comic fam be getting those deals, yo. Let's get into it. Another week, another list of the hottest comic books in the world. And on the line, broadcasting from somewhere on Spaceship Earth, we have Steve. That's right, it's your boy Comic Steve, and we have some steals and deals to talk about on today's list. Starting at number 10, Fantastic 450, ending Marvel's first Silver Age trilogy with that brown cover with Johnny going to college. Steve, what do you think about that brown cover? This is the ugliest cover of the trilogy, and it's always an inside joke when we bring it up on the list. An iconic cover by Jack Kirby, nonetheless. The second appearance of Galactus, the third appearance of the Silver Surfer, Norrin Rad, and we have a bunch of comic books that be spiking and a record breaker to discuss. We'll start with that record breaker. It's a low-grade CGC 1.5. It sold for $225, which is 61% up from its 2020 sale of just 140 We have a 7.0 hitting $1,100. That's 6% over its 12-month average. And we have a 9.0. Don't see high-grade copies of this comic book come up throughout the year very often, selling for $3,850. That is $10 over its all-time high. We have another record breaker. Hot damn. Now, the last high-grade copy that sold before that was a CGC 9.2, which sold for $11,400 in March of this year. Prior to that, we had a CGC 9.6 sell for $28,800. Now, I know I rag on this book a lot, but it is part of that trilogy, that Marvel cosmic saga. First appearance of the Ultimate Nullifier, which they'll probably use to defeat Galactus in the MCU. So let's put some respect on its name. Moving on to number nine, we have an amazing Spider-Man key, ASM 238, first appearance of Hobgoblin. We've chatted about this book multiple times over the last couple of years, mostly because of Jacob Battle on spec, that his Ned Leeds portrayal will inevitably lead him to become the villain Hobgoblin. We also have some crazy spikes on this book that have taken place over the last couple of years, but also some deals that are being had this very week. And I did just give one of these copies away over on Whatnot. Make sure you're following me and Tom over there. Let's start with the newsstands. No record breakers to discuss, but we have some high performers. A CGC 7.0 sold for $394, putting it 8% above its 12-month average. Just like the 8.0, which sold for $439, just 1% above its 12-month average. The 9.6 hit 1,425, 19% over its 12-month average. That right there is hundreds of dollars more than what it's been selling for, showing that members are specking. They are investing now in this book. But take a look at the direct market copies. I'll remind the community that the 9.8 sold for its second lowest sale all year just weeks ago for $2,340. The lowest that this book has gone was $2,160 earlier this year. We have a Mark Jewelers 4.5 that sold for $355 this week. That's an all new high over the 2020s $200 sale. That's an increase of 78%. So it's not just the newsstands, it's also those Mark J's. The direct market CGC 9.0 sold for $589, putting it 12% above its 12-month average. And then take a look at this, because this right here shows that this list isn't made up of just books that are long gone, too expensive to throw money down on now. A 9.4, a higher graded copy, also sold this past week, but for less than the 9.0 that Jem just reported. Actually, Steve just reported a $589 sale. We have a 9.4 that sold for $494. That is the lowest 9.4 sale that's taken place all year long. 
Bringing us to number eight on the list, back to the Jack Kirby goodness, which we want to wish a happy belated birthday. We're talking Fantastic Four, issue 72. No key significance, just an iconic cover. Not only an iconic cover that is beautifully drawn by the king, in the background, the space, the negative space, the watcher, there's so many reasons to respect this classic cover. And it's also a spitting image of issue 50, is it not, Steve? Oh, it is very similar. Man, but look... Shows you what a different background could do. You got the Kirby dots. You got the Marvel Cosmic. 72 is definitely the better cover. Oh, I want to hear what the community thinks. I also think that 72 is the better cover. Probably why members are scooping this book up now. Yeah, I agree. I think it's the Fantastic Four 48-49 effect. Everybody's specking on Silver Surfer and Galactus. So people are going to start going towards the next best thing when those books get outpriced. Let's look at a record breaker, a CGC 2.0, which sold for $100 back in March of this year. It's up 33% now selling for $133. The 5.5 was averaging 215 all year long. This past week, an increase of 19% selling for $255. And it didn't stop there. We have another near mid-grade copy, a 6.5. selling for 290 that's 2% up over its 12 month. Then we have a CGC 9.0 selling for $830, which is the highest sale of this year and its third highest of all time. Now, the last time a 9.8 sold of this comic book was back in 2019, and it was early 2019, and it went for $9,700. Imagine how much this book at a 9.8 would go for in this market, knowing that Phase 6 is inbound, that we are getting the Fantastic Four, and the director of Shang-Chi is attached, only adding more confidence to the spec, especially considering there are only a lonely 5.98s on the CGC census. Which brings us on to number seven on the list. You know, we always talk about the Incredible Hulk one through six and then how it got rebranded and how those are sought after from collectors. Well, what about when it came back to the Incredible Hulk with issue 102, formerly Tales to Astonish? That's right. We've talked about issue 101 of Tales to Astonish with Hulk on the cover, bringing him back, giving him the highlight of the run. Well, he will take over the run with issue 102. It even says the big premiere issue right on the cover. And it's keys like this that are getting more respect now than ever in comic history. Take a look at this 4.0 going for $179. That's 2% over its 12-month average. The 6.0 hitting 290 is 7% over its 12-month average. The 7.0 hitting 380 is 9% over its 12-month average. And then we have some record breakers. A CGC 1.8, which sold for $60 back in 2017. That's up 82%, now selling for $109. And a CGC 5.5, which sold for $302 September of last year, up 7%, now selling for $322. There are 24 9.8s graded on the census of this book. And with all of the Hulk spec that is just going out of control right now, for good reason, I think it's keys like these that have been largely unappreciated. And members are realizing now that there is some key significance worth owning because there's not a whole lot of Hulk keys from this era. And now we're at the list at number six with Avengers number eight debuting in 1964. We got the first appearance of Kang the Conqueror. That's right. Collectors have not forgot about Kang. We know that Avengers Kang Dynasty is coming, but he's also going to show up in Ant-Man and Wasp 3 Quantumania. We have some nice strong sales to report on, including a CGC 3.5. It tied the previous all-time high, selling for $1,000. 
Kang Dynasty will premiere during Phase 6 in the MCU. But until then, as Steve just pointed out, we're going to see him as early as Ant-Man and a plethora of other times, which is going to make this book very volatile, very tough to sneak in and get an affordable copy. But it's hot for a reason. We have a 4.0 selling for $1,298. That is the highest sale of a 4.0 all year, 30% over its $996 12-month average. And we got to end it off with a banger, record-breaking sale for a CGC 9.2. It sold for $8,550 back in 2021, up 17%, breaking the five-figure mark, selling for $10,000. 10K for the first time in comic book history, hot damn, comic fam. And to give you some perspective, the last higher-graded copy sold back in January, and it was a 9.4, and it went for $9,700. There's been nothing higher since then. So you have to imagine someone waiting month over month for anything high grade to come to market. It was a 9.2. They had to put the money down. They threw it down, and it cost them 10K. Bringing us midway through this list, Tom, I'm going to let you feel this one because it's one of your favorites, The Crow Issue 1 from February of 1989. One of the best comic series of all time, James O'Barr, goodness, the second appearance of The Crow, the first solo series featuring The Crow, and with a movie inbound, and so much respect for this independent comic book, the sales have been strong, and they keep staying strong and moving up. Take a look at the 7.0. We have a record breaker going for 625 back in 2021, up 41%, selling for 8 80 and the 75 can't keep up going for 650 back in 2021 up 23% selling for less than the 70 at $800. Man, that's what happens when the sales just can't keep up. A CGC 8.0 sold for $1000 in July and that's up 20% now selling for 1200. This book is piping hot for good reason. It's tough and high grade. And there was a 9.6 record breaker that took place earlier this month, which is why we're seeing the trickle effect this week. A 9.6 hit $3,910 and the record was $3,500. I suspect a 9.6 will break 4K shortly. We already know a reboot of The Crow is in the works. And just this week, Danny Huston was attached to the film. You know him from American Horror Story. You know him from Wonder Woman. And Bill Skarsgård, who portrayed the clown from It, is going to be Eric Draven, the crow. It's so strange that it might just work. At the list at number four, Avengers 69, Squadron Sinister, Squadron Supreme Spec. What's going on, Jem? Steve, you got to make this make sense. It keeps coming back on the damn list. Now, this is the first appearance of the Grandmaster, who we've already had on screen, portrayed by Jeff Goldblum. But yeah, that cameo appearance of the Squadron Squadron Sinister, who will become the Squadron Supreme, playing off those rumors that there's going to be some type of adaptation in the works. No validation to any of the spec, but the rumors are so prevalent that Key Collector stated that they reached out to sources who also couldn't confirm anything. So this book is spiking based off of a wish and a prayer. And we also have a 9.0 that sold for $763 this past week, the second highest sale of all time. And let's not forget, this story ties in with Kang, so there might be some more validation there. A CGC 7.5 did break record. It sold for $200 back in 2021, and it's up 25% now, selling for $250. Then we have a 9.2 selling for $762 in 2021, up 48%, now selling for $1,125. I got to hear what the community thinks. Is anyone specking on this hero team? 
that was introduced as a villain and then became JLA knockoffs? Let me know in the comment section below. It wants you to win this Omni-Man cover of Invincible number one. Number three on the list, no surprise. If it ain't Secret Wars number one, you know it's gotta be number eight. We have Marvel Superheroes Secret Wars issue number eight, debuting in 1984. The Secret Wars part eight origin of the black costume that would later bond with Eddie Brock and become Venom. Now, there are many books spiking from the original 12-issue maxi-series, but number eight has always kind of been the one, especially with Marvel conveniently planting the symbiote in the MCU. We're seeing sale after sale. Actually, the last five CGC 9.8 newsstands have all exceeded $2,000. Both grades in 9.0 and 9.2 are trending higher over their 12-month average, but that's no new news to the comic fam. This book has made it on our list multiple times since the San Diego Comic-Con announcements. We have a 9.4 newsstand that sold for $389. That's trending 28% higher than its 12-month average. The CGC 9.4 sold for $318, putting it 16% above its 12-month average, just like the 9.6, selling for $400, also 16% above its 12-month. Jem, you already alluded to it. Multiple 9.8 newsstands trending above $2,000. We have a $2,125 sale that took place over the last 12 months. This book was averaging sales around $1,653. That means that this book at a newsstand, the highest graded copies are trending near 30% over market than what they've been for over a year. And to put into perspective, the direct market CGC 9.8 just sold for $850, so you can see that price difference, but that's still 11% above its 12-month average. Now, if this book be spiking, other symbiote keys will inevitably spike, which they are, by the way. And this is the last of them that was released. There are actually three others, and I'm talking about ASM 252, Marvel Team Up 141, and Spectacular Spider-Man 90 that all tie for the first time we saw that symbiote costume in comic books. There are so many keys to keep track of. There's only one place to utilize and categorize and learn about them all. It's Key Collector Comics. Use code TOM101 on the best comic app in existence and unlock a free two-week subscription of the app. You support what we do, but get access to a wealth of knowledge. And all you have to do is type in Spider-Man in the search to be hit with countless key books that you need to know, some familiarize yourself with, but also it's good to get a good reminder. Keep up on the hunt. Keep up with your keys and... At the list at number two, came up with your Sandman because we have Sandman number one that debuted in 1989 that is still selling for affordable prices in my book. Like I said in a previous video, you know the show is good when the book still shows up on the list after the show has come out. Collectors are securing their Sandman 1s and 8s, and we have a CGC 8.5 here to discuss. It sold for $236, putting it 24% above its 12-month average. The 9.0 hitting 255, 7% over its 12 month. The 9.2 hitting 250, 5% over its 12 month. And the 7.5 broke records this week, last selling for 203. It's up 1%, but it still counts, damn it. Hitting 206 bones. Hot damn. Hey, a win is a win. The CGC 9.8s are still above $1,000. Actually, the newest sale puts it at 1100 which is 3% above its 12-month average. This book has hit heights of like $2,000. It's grossly undervalued right now. We have reprints of issue one hitting near $400 consecutively at a 9.8. The omnibus are actually spiking. Yeah, that's right. I just heard that the omnibus went out of print a couple of months before the show even debuted. And what's funny is those were always considered evergreen. Like you could always buy Sandman Omnibus Volume 1. Now you can't. 
Hit the like, slap the subscribe button. And if you want to support the show directly, go to ComicTom101.com. Join the September mystery mail call. Steve, I think we made a banger. We have Invincible Number 1 cover art done by John Boy Myers. Wrap around cover. We made trade dresses, virgins, limited color versions, as well as a low print 120 count foil. Link in the description. Join the mystery mail call. Definitely one of, if not the best covers that you've made so far. Moving on to number one, we have Web of Spider-Man 118. We just talked about this book when we were together in Seattle for Emerald City Comic Con. Ben Riley making number one on the Hot 10. How does it make you feel, Jim? I know this is one of your favorite characters from the 90s. Yeah, man, I'm a sucker for the Clone Saga for Scarlet Spider. Awesome to see him on this list, just like we saw him on that board game on Trouble, which is really part of the reason why we're speculating on the character now. There's also a Toy Biz reprint, which made the list graded at a CGC 9.4. It sold for $128, which is much higher than its all-time high of 75 bucks. This right here is how you know a book is scorching hot. The 9.8 is up 37% over its 12-month average, selling for $950. I suspect that members will be paying $1,000 plus if Either of the double spec pays off because aside from the likelihood that may not happen, like let's also bring everybody back to reality that not every toy that gets created for a franchise means it's going to happen on the screen. So spec lightly, we do have the dark web ongoing narrative that's about to begin bringing back multiple clones from Marvel lore, including Ben Riley as the center focus antagonist. Yeah, he became Chasm recently in the Amazing Spider-Man book, which he was running for a few issues. So Marvel has been utilizing the character. The speculation makes sense. We have a newsstand, CGC 9.4, to discuss. It's sold for $270, tying its all-time high. A 9.6 direct market copy sold for $300 back in October. That's up 42%, hitting $425. I suspect 9.6s are going to break 500 well, you got to look at the CGC 9.8 newsstands. Now, this sold for just $769 back in June. It's up 225%, selling for $2,500. And that right there is a record breaker, comic fam. We appreciate your time today, as always. Geek responsibly and stay minty fresh. Nothing said. Join myself, Jem Mint, and so many of my homies on the best new app to buy and sell collectibles. It's called Whatnot, and it's available for both Androids and iPhones. Dollar start auctions that last as little as 15 seconds long. We do giveaways, as Jem mentioned this very video, but we also do exclusive drops. We bring on key books. It's a lot of fun. Come join us, and we have two other videos for you to check out. Links are in the description for everything, and have a great week. <laughs>